0: well it's uh you know that Chinese curse Vienna may you what, live in interesting times yeah yeah these are very interesting times and I understand why it's a curse because yeah interesting doesn't mean good times uh interesting right. yeah I mean interesting it's a it's a blade that can cut both ways Interesting can be, isn't it cool? We landed a man on the moon. And interesting can be what's happened in the United States with the Supreme Court ruling on abortion. Um, Well, it's, uh, I'm kind of stunned. I knew it was coming, but to see the United States moving aggressively backwards as it has
1: well, they've been going backwards since well, <laughs> um, they've been going backwards
0: since the New Deal. Well, no, I mean, there there have been advances in there been, there been civil advances. rights and so on.
1: The, the problem with the U.S. broad strokes historically is that nothing is ever, ever settled. The Civil War is still not settled. So whenever there's progress in the U.S., there's this reactionary force that makes it their life's work and the life of their children's work and the life of you know their children's children to claw back that progress. And we're seeing that come to fruition here. There's been a concerted effort to have this happen since Roe versus Wade was decided. It, it it's, was that, it's, 1973 or
0: something like that.
1: I thought it was earlier than that, but, you know, there's I mean, the whole corporate personhood thing really got going in the 70s. But came to the, fruition
0: in the 2000s, right? Yeah.
1: But there were plans. Um, oh, you're right. It's It was 73. It was 73. It was okay. 73. Yeah. But, you know, these things don't just happen. These aren't organic groundswells of support. This is a connected. And, and this the thing is, this is when you start sounding like a conspiracy theorist. So I'm going to be very, very careful here. Right. This is a minority of Americans who want things to go back to the way they were. And yeah, well, the, and
0: to, to their impression of the way things were.
1: Right. But the, the thing is that these are people that and, and, and this is something that everybody needs to be vigilant against, even here in Canada, though I know we're not there yet. We're going to talk about Canada later. Um, they want the world to suit them as much as possible, even though that means that other people suffer. And that seems to be a widespread thing these days that that people have lost the idea that you give some things so that everybody can have a bit more it's very much become i got mine you get yours winner take all
0: which is at the core of some u.s ideology certainly their business ideology which spreads into their idea of uh social uh, and civil rights it's all um, Americans are all about grabbing what they can and you grab what you can. It's like the days when they opened up the West and people just rode out there to grab their, their plot of land. Um, well,
1: that, that's, that's been sort of retcon too. the fact that, you know, they went out there because it was an opportunity, right? And there, there actually was more cooperation in a lot of parts of, of the, Western, the Western frontier there uh, than, than the movies show. But what else is new? You know, movies are dramatized.
0: Well, I wonder if the US, if we can now report them on that cultural uh, barbaric cultural practices phone line that the uh, Harper's, uh, Harper guys set up. Because yeah. the idea that you are forcing somebody to carry a baby to term that they don't want, that the state is telling a woman what she needs to do with her body, something that is so substantial for the rest of their life and the life of that child. This is mind-boggling in 2022 that the the sentiment hasn't progressed in the U.S. to the point where they realize this is not... I may not like the idea of abortion, in which case I will not get an abortion, but it is not my right to tell someone else what they can do. And this violates the separation of church and state and the freedom of and from religion in the U.S. because well, that,
1: that, that's a feature, not a bug of this, though. Ed. Well, like, I mean, the, the, it. The,
0: the, the whole idea of the whole rationale that they have for banning abortion is based in Christian theology, not yeah. in any not in any science. It is strictly Christian theology. And they're not supposed to be a country that bases their laws on theology. These people are like the American Taliban.
1: Yeah. Except it's, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm hesitant to make that comparison. Well, I guess it's fair to make the comparison. But th- the, the concerning thing to me is that we live in an age where people are just using science to substitute for religion. And science is not religion. Science is the best information we have now subject to change. Well, so right? I mean...
0: Uh, science can tell us how; it can't tell us why or whether we should.
1: But, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of Christian theology is now using pseudoscience to make philosophical statements. Right? They're they're using this warped biological argument to. Uh, you know, decide life begins at conception, which is completely a Christian theological thing.
0: Well, right? there's it no is, science, there's no, no actual not, science to it, prove it, this.
1: It, it's not shared by all religions around the world. Um, and, and you know, it's becoming increasingly clear that the people who are big on, you know, religious freedom in US, it's not, it's not true religious freedom, it's freedom for Christians and, you know, forget everybody else. But they're using, they're they're going after trans people as well with this really messed up pseudoscience argument that sounds really good at first, but that's only because people aren't questioning assumptions enough. I, I, unfortunately, I think that certain powers that be are using this era of economic uncertainty an existential fear and crisis to co-opt the fact that people aren't thinking super clearly right now because our brains have been fried by the fear of COVID, the, the economic uncertainty, inflation, gas prices, all that stuff. They're using people, they're using people's compromised states. And that is Really concerning to me, the stuff that has come out of people's mouths and come out of people's keyboards that I've seen in the last two or three weeks has been truly frightening because it makes no objective sense. And yet I believe they sincerely believe it. And I don't know what to do about that. I, I don't know what
0: to do. What, what 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 can you do? There is a groundswell movement. I think this kind of ignorance always existed in its pockets. But it, you know, it's like if you've got a link of a chain and it's just by itself, it doesn't do very much. But when you add one link to another link to another link to another link, you get a chain. Um, and that's, I think, what uh, modern technology has allowed people to do is these little links of idiots have joined together to form a chain of moron and stupid and, and, and insensitivity and ignorance. And that's what we've got. We've got never before have these pockets of stupidity uh and and, and mean spiritedness have have they ever been able to form together in a way cuz before it used to be you had to get people together like in the local library meeting room or you know you had to get physically mm. together in order to form any kind of, of organized uh, effort now people can do it sitting on their ass um and they do i mean you still get people lunatics out to the protests and the people who go out to protests usually are the most crazy, Um, whether you're talking right or left, the people who actually go out to these protests and you see the the protests being very colorful and very newsy, um, it's because the the fringe, the most crazy people go out to those things. Sure, there are people of good conscience who go out who are not crazy, but no one pays them any attention. Everyone pays attention to the the, the carnival geek who's biting the head off a chicken. and that's what mm-hmm. these people really are. They're, they're carnival geeks biting their heads off chicken writ large. And we get the impression that these people represent a huge number, a huge right. number of people, right. when in fact right. they don't. They represent a small number that gets a lot of attention. And so because who gives attention to people who are being reasonable? Nobody. Nobody gives attention because well, it, it's bad. It a- it's not interesting news. It, it, I mean, it, who gets when you, you're covering a, a sports event? okay do they off do they do they spend a lot of time on normal people or do they show a lot of pictures of people who have their face painted?
1: But isn't that part of the problem that this isn't a sporting event? I mean you know I'm no genius but I know I beg you differ but I know not to be cruel to people you know it's that cruelty that has me really and and the way cruelty has been monetized and rewarded and promoted that has me really, really concerned. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're just picking away at the social fabric. And yes, bad people are able to organize on the internet, but my concern is because of the way these internet algorithms are working and the fact that these, you know, pieces of computer code that we don't understand how they work because we don't have access to them. They're deciding what we see and what we interact with. And those algorithms reward what you call, you know, the crazies, the fringes, the, the you know, the, the colorful enragement is engagement, right? So it's not just that bad people are able to connect through social media it's harder and harder for people who just wanna hang out and meet people and have a pleasant conversation. And general socialization is actually being affected by this. I have been stunned by what people think is completely fine to say to people's, either faces or over the phone or over some communication where you actually have a face and a voice, right? I've never been a big believer that, oh, it's the anonymity of the internet that causes people to behave the way they do. The anonymity of the internet gives people the, the permission to the, the cover to do it. But if they could do it every day, they would, because they do every chance they get. And that to me is what, and I don't know how to do it, but that cruelty is 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 what we have to deal with right what we have to address that's at the core of all of this it's not enough for you to be comfortable you to do better right not you ed it's the you know the royal you i understand sort who you think someone else has to suffer someone else has to get stomped on for some reason now and I well
0: because someone else being stomped on gives you a sense of power because you're not the one being stomped on
1: I that that is something I can't relate to I admit
0: I'm not saying that I think that way I'm saying that I look at it and it seems that and also I think people who have who felt stomped on and and are seeking retribution um are basically taking leave. how do you like it now like there's this there's this vengeance that right. uh, that exists within them for whatever aggrievement, whatever they think life has been unfair to them. A note to people: life is unfair to everybody. You need to find a way to make uh, to, to live with it and have 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 have, have hope and happiness. Um, they they find a way to uh, to to they want vengeance for what they feel yeah. they have been denied yeah. or has been done to them um, yeah. by forces that they choose to identify uh as being uh, the jews or the globalists or well those are the same
1: feminists uh, uh, women yeah, in general women, men yeah, yeah. They,
0: they they look for groups that they think have been organized specifically to take to make their lives miserable and the truth is groups like feminists for example exist to try to make the lives of of women better not to make the lives of men worse But they can't, people can't seem to grasp the idea that one group, you can make the lives of one group of people better without it being that the lives of other people are ruined. Like, I don't understand why. It's like the idea that women are taking men's jobs. Those aren't men's jobs. Those are jobs that are there for whoever happens to be the most qualified in in the best world. Um, They're not men's jobs. And I dealt with somebody on Twitter this week it's like women are taking men's jobs. There's no, what is a, men's jo- a man's job? There's no such thing as a man's job. It is just a job. And you uh, uh, women getting mm. these jobs is not taking jobs away from men. Like this is such an absurd idea.
1: Well, it's, it's the belief in some people that it's nice if a woman has a job, but a man needs one.
0: And you know right? what? That might've been true in the 60s, maybe parts of the 70s, but that was it. It's been a it's been a necessity for there to be two income families in most cases, not all cases.
1: Yeah. But in yeah. most
0: cases, two income families are the norm um, these days. So the, I mean, people cast their heads back to a time years and decades ago that um, never seems, actually existed. Let's well, let's be real. Well, you know what? If I was to cast my head back to the 1970s and 80s, for example, my perception of the world would be the perception of who I was at that age and what I was able to understand at that age and what I was exposed to at that age. I may not have known the difficulties women were having or or gay people or uh, people of color. I may not have known that because it wasn't something that was part of my uh, juvenile um, experience. So I'm thinking, yeah, let's go back to those times, Uh, but I'm thinking back through the eyes of a juvenile. As opposed to somebody who really knew what was going on at the time so a lot of people looking backwards are going back and viewing the world through um less sophisticated less aware Mm -hmm, eyes mm -hmm. and so they think it was better but in fact it wasn't they just have a, a less informed perception because they were younger
1: see i think certain things were better in the 70s and 80s but that's because other things were actively worse right i mean tv sitcoms were just objectively better in the 1970s and Way 1980s better. everything about them but that's because they were reacting to a bunch of social forces i don't know if anybody cares about what those social forces were but you know those those amazing comedies were <laughs> you know uh, a form of an understanding that comedy can be topical nowadays you try to be topical at all and somebody starts screaming woke 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 and there's a big difference between doing topical comedy or topical entertainment and having a partisan political slant you know now in order to do social satire it's got to be something like the boys which is so over the top and deliberately just—you know—if you're not offended by something on that show at this point, I—I I, I don't know how that's possible. That's the whole point of the show, right? Uh, and and people got their worlds rocked by that show because because they were really pulled in by a certain sensibility that the boys, to their credit, just totally demolished this season. We're talking.
0: If you don't know what it is, The Boys is based on a comic book. It's about, it's set in a world of superheroes who are basically it's, analogs of the popular heroes that we know, but not them themselves. It's and diverged.
1: It's, it's diverged wildly from the comic at this has it, But it was initially, oh, yeah, 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 initially yeah.
0: it was a group that set themselves up to police the people who have superpowers. And in this world, the people who have superpowers are twisted and, and dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, they're not altruistic. They're they're not what we see as regular comic book heroes, and it's a very dark take on superheroes, and they use that to make other social commentary. And I read the comic for a few issues and said, "This is gross. Yeah, the, I'm the, not interested."
1: the The show leans much more into absurdist humor, so you know the the bits I've seen it's it's easier to take, right? Uh, but th- that's the thing I was thinking when you were talking before it. We are soaked we are overwhelmed by superhero stories right now and yet i don't see people being inspired by those heroes in their behavior i see the opposite people either feel totally powerless there's nothing i can do or they're just being that vengeance you talked about superheroes don't do vengeance
0: well punisher does and you see a lot of these people with the punisher's an
1: anti-hero though the people
0: these people who worship the punisher to them he is a hero and batman to a degree batman ultimate his ultimate goal is is stopping crime um but people lose that in the sense of him just being uh dark and brooding and and physically violent um, well,
1: uh, two different. I mean, I I really like the Punisher. I've always liked the Punisher, but it's because of the ambivalence of the Punisher that I find interesting. I thought the series they did uh, with. What's his name um, oh, like I can't his think, name now? I can't yeah, think
0: of his name either. But Don, he was great. John Bernthal John Bernthal. Yeah the, yeah, the one that was the originally Netflix series, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really well done. But but Punisher is an anti hero. Punisher is not a good person. That's what you're supposed to understand. Batman on the other hand, the problem with Batman is they that more and more mainstream Batman stories, and I'm not talking about the comic books, I'm talking about the movies and all that stuff, right? Focus on his personal melodrama, his personal misery and not, you know, the fact that he wants to protect it's all about whose faces he can punch and I, I was a bit disturbed by the end of the the most recent batman movie i liked it overall but you know I, I why warner brothers in its infinite wisdom decided to have batman shooting up combat drugs and going uncontrolled rage that that freaked me out like that's not batman batman is controlled Right. And I get that this is the beginning of the story of how he becomes Batman. But I was really disturbed by that moment. It just understandable. way,
0: but yeah, yeah,
1: juxtaposing that with spoiler alert, the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, where they have a moment where Peter Parker is overwhelmed by grief and and anger and rage and, and sense of unfairness and is going to be violent, and he stopped, but it's an emotional moment. it's not let's do drugs and hit people like it two totally different same basic ideas, same basic story mechanic handled in two completely different ways, and you know i, I I'm just a little concerned that because these these you know entertainment companies are are so um staffed and run by narcissistic sociopaths that's trickling down to the rest of our culture
0: all right and on that we're going to go to a break when we come back do we have to worry in canada about our current abortion rights um we'll discuss that uh and other fun things when we return here on saga 960 am all right we have returned uh, as promised, it is time to thank our sponsor again. Uh, you want to do it this time? You, know what you, feel? you, you feel should just out?
1: read read the copy.
0: Read the copy.
1: Who uh, is I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna mess it up.
0: what well, No, you're not. You're literate.
1: Well, I'm just gonna read it. I'm not gonna make it my own like you did. I
0: I only barely edited around the edges. So just do like radio voice. Sure, do radio voice. Hey,
1: indie artists, are you tired of putting your music on a streaming platform only to hope that it gets discovered? Well. Hoozle is a brand new music discovery platform that gives unsigned and independent artists the ability to get discovered. Want to know how it works? We put your music in front of fans and give them a full screen photo of your song, along with a 30 second preview and the ability to like it, add it to a playlist, leave a comment or follow you. Think of it like TikTok, but for indie artists and without the videos. To get your music on, all you have to do is go to the app store, search for Kuzel, spelled W-H-O-O-Z-L, and download the app. And from there, you can upload your music directly from your iPhone. It's that simple. No need to pay a distributor or a middleman. If you're an artist and are looking to put your music in a place where it will get heard by people who will like it the most, then go to the app store today and download Kuzul, spelled W-H-O-O-Z-L. Or you can go to our website, Kuzul.com, and upload directly from your desktop. Be sure to like us. Like us on Instagram, Kuzul underscore music Music as well as our Twitter account. Hoosel Music is one hundred percent free to join. Set up today, and we will promote you for free.
0: Well, so there was parts there where I thought you were uh, giving the, uh, the 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 disclaimer on uh, medication. Ads. That's
1: what I was going for.
0: Yeah, well, Hoosel is not a not has nothing to do with medication. Though, yeah, though music it, is very therapeutic.
1: You change up the dynamics so people pay attention and don't tune out.
0: All right. Well, you you, you certainly change the cadence of Huzel's, uh ad.
1: Yeah, that was like so much experience into that. Like read. I thought you
0: were gonna drop in to say, if you have bleeding ulcers, please contact your doctor.
1: We'll see that's you paid attention, didn't you? It was novel.
0: It was novel. Next week I'm gonna do it like Wilfred Brimley with the Liberty Medical ads.
1: I know you have indie music.
0: <laughs> that's right. Music,
1: music, indie music. <laughs>
0: I know you have indie indie you music. You check your indie music. You check it often. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> we're uh, the first part. I would say we t- touched on the uh, the new abortion restrictions or bans that are taking place in the United States as a result of the uh, Trump Supreme Court decision. Because uh, it is Trump Supreme Court. You wonder why the conservatives put up with them because he did what because he is a temporary figure as far as they're concerned the effects of the supreme court and these justices who were young and will be there for decades has long-term effects and really gives uh conservatives and republicans uh a substantial control over the united states republicans are very i mean they're very crafty they understand the long game The, the democrats like the left up here, they fight with each other constantly. They have no sense of common cause. Um, whereas the, uh, the Republicans, they are tacticians and they see the big picture and they got the big picture. They got the Supreme Court, which shapes American life. Now there's a lot of people concerned, um, you know, you, something like this is, it, it does shake people because this is a major, major change in American law and it's going to impact, the lives of of millions of Americans, not even to mention the fact that there's somewhere between 630 and 815,000 abortions had been done annually. Now imagine the US population expanding by, let's take the lower figure, 630,000 new people being born into circumstances where they are either unwanted or the or the, the, the mother is unable to provide proper care for the child. Because there was a correlation, people didn't want to talk about this, but there was a correlation between when Roe v. Wade was passed and the num- the, the reduction in crime in the United States. And they said that people, some people mm-hmm. said it was because a lot of people, uh, children weren't being born into desperation uh, and abuse and neglect and didn't, ch- they therefore didn't choose uh, a life of crime, didn't, didn't you know, weren't driven in that direction. Mm-hmm. Imagine now 630,000 unwanted children, unwanted or uh, children who can't be properly supported, who are going to wallow in poverty. Um, imagine how that's going to affect the United States. And there's those who say that that's exactly what the Republicans want because they want an underclass and they want crime because they're the ones who say they're going to protect all the good people from crime even though okay. they're the ones who commit the biggest <laughs> full scale crimes.
1: I'll, I'll throw another statistic at you, Ed. All right. The abortion rates during um, legal abortion um, are, you know, they range from around 600,000 to 900 and some odd thousand, uh, depending on um, depending on the metric used. Right. Some only count official ones, some count legal and illegal or quote-unquote, private abortions. Um, When abortion was illegal in the 1950s, the numbers were actually higher. And this is my entire, I call BS on the quote-unquote pro-life movement. I'll repeat the statistic from um, best we have, um, you know, 2018 to 2019. We're talking... Um, six hundred and twenty nine thousand eight hundred and ninety eight abortions to nine to nine hundred thousand sixteen. Less than a million. Right. In twenty nineteen. So you got six hundred thousand to less than a million in twenty nineteen. Let's jump back to
0: nineteen sixty seven. That was a fine year.
1: Yeah. Before Roe v. Wade. Mm 829,000 illegal abortions, or as many as 1.2 million, 1.2 million abortions a year in the US before it was legal. And that's not adjusted for population. The number of abortions has gone down since Roe versus Wade.
0: And, but uh, that's, I mean, that's a staggering statistic.
1: It's, it's um, astounding, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. <clears throat> illegal, criminalizing abortion does not reduce the number of abortions.
0: It does All increase they, the number of people who uh, are mortally wounded or die as a result of illegal abortions.
1: And who are exploited in the process, exploited and harmed in the process of seeking an abortion. You know, they're going to force people to take on more debt to cross state lines. You know, people are going to be taking drugs, taking pills, um, which ingesting chemicals to induce abortions has been done throughout human history. There's references to it in Chaucer's work. All right. It, uh, abortion drug cocktails have existed as long as there have been people, but people doing it without medical supervision obviously there's a greater risk. Something can go wrong, right? This right to life stuff is nonsense. What this is, is the right for the state to control what we do and violate our privacy.
0: And the crazy thing is, conservatism has always been about small government, government not (sighs) controlling individual, like their, their, their public face. That's has been so, yeah, that that's the not, government it, should not tell me what to do. Like the government should not control whether how many guns I have and what kind they have. The government should not be uh, their Their public face has been the government should not be con- uh, telling people what they can do. But at the same time, they want the government to tell people what they can do.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's the thing. And, and that's where I think we got to keep our eye on the ball in Canada.
0: Well, people need to understand that um, Roe v Wade is talking, was talking about an, uh, an abortion law in the States. It's not the same thing as we have. Here we have no abortion law. There is no abortion law in this country for decades now. Uh, it's not that people can, um, that there can be a ruling against uh, well, something because the Supreme Court decided that, that the, the abortion laws that were on the books were unconstitutional well, that, that's what happened no, in the us too and what no political party here really yeah. wants to bring it back i mean there Yet. are element there are elements of kooks in the conservative party but mostly the conservative leadership keeps these people back benched and yeah uh, and because you do polls even polls of conservatives they don't want an abortion law we we are not as based uh, in false piety here, like Americans with their their B.S. Christianity, these people wouldn't know Jesus if you walked into them. Yeah,
1: we we don't have a, a nationalist, a nationalist religious movement in this country. But again, going back to uh, government, you know, government clawing back our our privacy rights. That is something we should be concerned about in Canada. Um, a lot of it happened under Stephen Harper. There were a lot of very quiet dismantlings of um, measurement tools and protections. And that there are very real forces in this country that are twisting the idea of freedom to push for more government uh more government control over our lives and and those forces
0: are conservative unfortunately
1: i i don't even know what you call these people i think they're
0: just they're corporate they're these are business interests it's not
1: just business interests it's this it's this importation of american political rhetoric that you know the, the ridiculousness of all this Trudeau's a fascist, Trudeau's a fascist. And- also a communist
0: at the same time. Yeah,
1: fascist and communist, which is, is not a complete um, uh, uh, impossibility. There is a Venn diagram there. But my big concern is the Conservative Party of Canada is aiding in the stripping away of cabinet privilege. And on paper, this sounds like a good thing. Right. Oh, there shouldn't be behind closed doors, secret meetings and collusion. The only way you get. Compromise, the only way you get debate is if people can speak freely behind closed doors and not have to watch every word they say in how it's going to get spun in the partisan press. Right.
0: And not just that, there are discussions that go on where certain businesses or individuals are yeah. mentioned who are not un- under suspicion or under investigation right. and right. If, they, if the notes come out all of a sudden these innocent businesses and individuals are going to be somehow implicated right. in a discussion and uh they, they could be ruined by something that they didn't they absolutely did nothing wrong there's no question they did nothing wrong but they were brought up as a as a point of comparison yeah. or something. And there really needs to be cabinet privacy. Yeah. Um, and so people can vote their the way they vote. And it should be secret. I mean, we know what not, the government, not just not
1: just vote, be able to say a to stupid thing. Yeah. Like misspeak. Right. We're talking about the the space for Human failings that we all have. The minute people start demanding perfection from anyone, watch it, because that's a bad actor. People aren't perfect. People make mistakes.
0: um The uh, the thing that's uh, <clears throat> to go back to uh, uh, abortion and national mood and national. But actually, thought... can, I, can
1: I can I say can I say one more thing on this? Mm-hmm. You know the 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 way this whole executive powers act uh, emergency powers act the hearings are being spun it to me that's that's where we got to watch the americanization of our politics right because this is expecting people to just it, it it seems you have to do so much digging to find out what actually happened there. If you're just a regular person who takes 20 minutes to read the news in the morning, depending on what news you read, it can look really bad. And once you start allowing that to happen, when there's no checks on the honesty and credibility of the the things labeled as news that well-meaning people consume, we got to watch it because that's how it started in the U.S., right? The creep started right, right after, you know, right after the New Deal was passed. They tried to claw it back right after the Civil Rights Act and, the, and you know, the, the second wave feminism of the 60s happened. People tried to claw it back. We are not immune from that impulse. And we need to protect our sources and channels of information now so that we don't have the problems the US is having now in 20 years. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like no, that, I'm scared. Well, th- this is this is the thing I think that is being miscommunicated by the people, because I know you've, you've had your tangles with the med. Is people saying it could happen in Canada. And you rightly think, no, the
0: conditions are not here now. Well, no, I'm not saying it can't happen in Canada. I'm saying it's not happen. It, it will not happen tomorrow.
1: Right, right. And that's fair. You're, you're right right the the conditions are not here yet but what's happening in canada is a is a deliberate a deliberate campaign to erode the trust that people have in our government because we know that the the trust canadians have in our government all levels of government is far far higher than than americans have in their government and that's the beginning of the slide that results and things like what's going on in the U.S. All right. You know? We're going
0: we're gonna to go to a break on that and come back. Mm-hmm. All right. There's some stuff I want to say to you, um, okay. and we'll talk about uh, we'll give the resolution of your Adobe problem. But that'll okay. be a quick one. That'll be a quick one. All right. Okay. We'll be back after this. All right. So here's the thing that I wanted to say um, yeah, about the the panic some people feel uh, uh, about abortion rights here in Canada. Now, mm-hmm. it, OK, it's true that we have no abortion law, but provinces can uh, delist certain medical pra- uh, right. things that are covered and could delist abortion. It would be suicide for most governments to do that in Canada, um, mm-hmm. you know, provincial governments. It is possible. And there is a lim- like, there are some places where access to abortion is extremely limited. Now, most of those places, access to doctors is also pretty limited. Um, and
1: I, I think it's not a bad thing if certain media outlets use this that people are interested in to raise awareness of that.
0: But the fact is, just be, it used to be that when something happened in the U.S., uh, the perception was that it, it would happen immediately in Canada. We mm. were much closer to the United States at one point, culturally and socially. Uh, we're not. We've been diverging for years. Um, and uh, the, there is no, currently no appetite on any political party um, to to reintroduce any legislation limiting abortion. There just isn't. There are nutty voices in the conservatives. There will always be nutty voices in the conservatives. Be concerned when any of them really have a position of influence. Okay, um, I'm gonna
1: challenge you on that though. All right. Pierre Polivar is a nut. He's a nut,
0: but, he but he's he, a smart
1: nut. Even no. he doesn't wanna
0: bring abortion back.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, he is somebody I think if there was an opportunity there, he would take it. And just because of the number of years that the liberals have been in power now, there is a very good chance Canada will flip conservative next election.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Oh, it, it just numbers games. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing and scary just how much timing factors in to the results of federal elections. The one guy who used a model to predict Trump would win, like back in the day when everybody thought he he didn't have a hope because he was crazy, this one model and all it did was measure certain socioeconomic factors and the amount of time a particular government had been in power. It's very rare that a a particular political party in the U.S. gets 12 years. It tends to be eight and flip, right?
0: Okay. Um, the the
1: last one to do it was George was George Bush after Reagan. And that was an anomaly. And so it was on
0: Reagan's fumes.
1: Right. But Reagan had fumes, right? Most politicians don't. And Um, so, you know, the the liberals have been in, in power by the skin of their teeth for a long time and before that you know harper was in power in in minority situations for a long time and when somebody's been in power for a decade people just don't like the idea of it they get tired of it they I, I agree
0: with you that yeah. that happens but i think probably is. i mean the, the 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 tack he is taking uh political has been is is more uh, uh, the, more extreme than the conservative last two conservative leaders had, and they were soundly rejected um, by uh, people. Two thirds of this country votes for progressive parties. In the United States, it's split half and half.
1: Right. Um, that's- well, it's 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 not. It's the, it, We have to include voter turnout too.
0: Okay, but I, I am I'm include. I'm basically talking about voter turnout. Um,
1: but and all the conservatives get in when they when they suppress and depress the vote. And if you look I at the last Ontario election, that's what happened. And I wait for the next federal election, you're going to see low turnout.
0: I don't think so. I think you're going to see Paul. Aver- Ford didn't scare people. Paul Aver is going to scare people. He's going to mobilize the opposition. But anyway, um, the only thing I wanted to say is that uh, and he t- to my point, he hasn't raised the idea of uh re- returning an abortion law and the uh the fact that another big difference in canada and the u.s canada the our, our majority of our population are in cities right close to uh you know urban urban centers mm-hmm. uh along the border in the united states a lot of their their population is it's scattered in, in small, small pockets yeah. and small towns where you don't have the effects of modernity taking control or ta- you know having any effect, or mm-hmm. you've got people locked in old mindsets, people who never will encounter, possibly, possibly never encounter a Jew or a person of color. Uh, I mean, it's increasingly unlikely, but it is mm-hmm. possible. Um, and ne- never encounter an out gay person or a trans person. So they have no opportunity to see these people as human beings. They are simply concepts which which offend them um right and and so you've got uh, or or
1: scare them or scare it it is it is legitimate fear with some of this stuff
0: and uh i don't have any time to finish this properly but i am just saying that um we are our, our social construct our social fabric in this country at this point in time is very different and there is no appetite amongst uh any major political party or the population to create a new abortion law. So be vigilant, be concerned, but don't be afraid that because it happened in the U.S., it's about to happen here. Oh, um, yeah, if,
1: that, if that's your point, don't be afraid. that that's, that's, yeah, well done.
0: All right, going to a break. Back soon. All right, so let's move away from all the, uh, the heavy stuff. And we need to resolve something from last week. Okay. Um, last week, we talked about how you had deplorable customer service from a company named Adobe, which yeah. provides products like Adobe Premiere and Photoshop, um, to the point where even one uh, supervisor uh, talking to you said, is there a man of the house I can talk to who might be able to, un- to-, to grasp this better? Yeah. Um, so, and then they weren't called, they were, you were setting up times for them to call, and they didn't call during those times. Yeah. Um, what has happened, just in a nutshell, we have very little time, has this been resolved?
1: I, yeah, I spoke to a, a, a woman named Pooja, who seemed to know what she was doing she seemed quite you know baffled by the whole thing and it it was interesting because she made a comment that's sort of relevant to this whole thing we've been talking about today about the is there a man of the house because you you don't know what you're doing you've said so yourself you know she said when someone says that to one woman they're saying it about all women and you know, she understood and she actually made a detailed list of everything that had broken down and she was gonna, you know, take it to improve their customer service. But I thought that that comment, um, that is not something that you'd normally get from a corporate representative because that's considered, you know, personal opinion and, and corporate policy does not allow that. And it it mattered. It, it was handling me, which I recognize, but it still mattered that someone was allowed to make a comment as a human being, you know, because one thing people don't tend to get, and okay, I had to fight this for eight days to get there, which is unacceptable. We, we need some sort of consumer protections where companies can't run roughshod over people like this, because most people don't have eight and a half days to fight this stuff, right? That's why I just want
0: to put in a plug in for my colleague Sean O'Shea at uh, Global News, yeah, Toronto, who yeah. is great at taking up uh, using the power of the media to help fight companies that trample on individuals. Sean yeah, that, O'Shea,
1: that that was frankly my next step is going to one of those services because. This isn't a big thing, but if people who have the ability to fight these things and I'm exhausted from it, I'm exhausted and I'm irritated and I spend, you know, entire days like on the verge of tears just because I'm so frustrated, right? A lot of people are going through life that way right now and companies can make that so much easier by just making Unimportant, seemingly unimportant experiences easier. And people can do that by, you know, not abusing the checkout person at your local supermarket because you're having a bad day. Right. This, this going back to the whole thing about basic human decency and cruelty, I, I said on Twitter this week that being kind costs you nothing. But being a jerk, that wasn't the word I used, costs you the respect of the person you did it to.
0: I think most people who are jerks don't give a damn about that. Oh, but your no, point is no, correct. no,
1: no, no, no. The problem with jerks like that, they care very, very much about the opinions of other people. They feel so aggrieved by the world and they can't admit it because they're so stuck in these constructs of of what's tough. You know, they don't. They don't uh, internalize the messages of, say, a Captain America, right? Who's a good person and, and doesn't lash out. They, they think that it is weakness to say that something bothers them or they are in pain. And so because they they're
0: impervious, they, they just everything cause but pain. anger, everything but anger.
1: Yeah, they just they just not even anger anymore. Not even anger, being angry, being angry is weakness. It's irritated, irritated, annoyed. You're irritating. What you said was irritating. What you said is annoying. You're
0: annoying. In other words, you're not important enough to make me angry.
1: I am not angry. I am irritated. Irritation is the, the place of a rationalist. And if you catch, if, you're, if I'm, you feel called out right now, here's the thing. If all you are is irritated, if all you are is annoyed, you should be able to retain control of yourself and not run your
0: mouth. Unless your name is Dave, uh, Dr. Bruce Banner. That's the one. Uh, that's no, the no, one. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 He isn't don't make me annoyed, Mr. McGee. You won't like me when I'm annoyed. It's don't make me angry.
0: Or in the Edward Norton film, don't make me hungry, which is one of the funniest parts of any Marvel movie. That anyway, was a truly
1: excellent point.
0: All right, we're gone now. Uh, Liana, it can be heard. It's not therapy. Thursday, 7 p.m on Saga 960, uh, saga960am.ca. You can find the podcasts for It's Not Therapy, and I encourage you to do so on things like stress and overload and, uh, and things like that, things we all need help on, um, uh, relationship issues. You can find that uh, on, on any all the major podcast platforms. It's Not Therapy. Look for it there. Um, and that's it. We got to go. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, you're always welcome to make comments when I post the stuff on Facebook and so on. You're always welcome to make comments on the Facebook post. Just don't be an idiot. Um, (laughs) And it's time for us to say goodbye. And I turn that over to our special goodbye person, Liana. Liana? Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.